Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about the Halibut people and our world. I'm Glenn Wheeler. After the west coast of Newfoundland passed to British hands in 1904, French or Mi'kmaq ancestry became a stigma. The Mi'kmaq and French languages and cultural traditions were almost lost because they presented more liabilities than benefits in an officially English-speaking society. For both groups, there was a long period of loss of cultural identity. But the loss was by no means complete. In the 1945 Newfoundland census, 351 people, of a total of 13,000 in the St. George's Port-au-Port district, declared themselves French Indian or English Indian. There was absolutely no benefit to be gained by declaring oneself Mi'kmaq. Such statements say a lot about the strength of Mi'kmaq identity. From Dorothy Anger's history of Mi'kmaq life in the Bay St. George area. On last week's podcast, Mayor Charles Pender lamented the lack of progress on establishing an urban reserve, which he would like to see in Cornerbrook. That sparked some comment from listeners in the Stephenville area. It sounded to them like the fix was in, that they would be passed over for the urban reserve. The urban reserve is just an idea at the moment, but where it should go has already become a matter of controversy at Halibut Council. At the council meeting in December, Stephenville Ward Councillor Gerard Alexander officially handed Chief Brenda Mitchell a letter opposing the urban reserve being located in Cornerbrook. At the council meeting last month, Stephenville Town Councillor Tom Rose made a pitch to Halibut Council for his town as the home of the urban reserve. Rose will be running for mayor of Stephenville against Tom O'Brien again this year after finishing a close second last time. If Rose wins, Stephenville, like Cornerbrook, would have a Halibut member in the mayor's chair. The Urban Reserve will be a key component of Rose's campaign platform. I asked Rose how we can get past the argument that Cornerbrook has a larger economy than Stephenville. The Urban Reserve might be able to take advantage of a wind farm project in the Bay St. George area by Biothic Energy, but that's some point in the future. To succeed, the Urban Reserve needs to be where the economic action is. Isn't that Cornerbrook? And we're here with Tom Rose, councillor in this town of Stephenville. And uh, Tom, at the last Halibut uh, Band Council meeting, where we were both in attendance, we heard uh, Chief Brendan Mitchell say that he was under the impression that Stephenville was not interested in an urban reserve. So can you tell us uh, whether your council has had a discussion about the urban reserve idea? Yeah, actually, just to elaborate, uh, Glenn, uh, uh, both myself and the chief had some conversation even before that meeting. And I guess previously, before the new council was elected in uh, under uh, Chief Brendan Mitchell, uh, I think there may have been some correspondence or some discussion with our former chief and our town, uh, current town mayor, Tom O'Brien, about the Urban Reserve. And, and I don't think there was a great reception there. I don't know the details. Was there enough uh, dialogue and communication on uh, why urban reserves are so important from a social or economic perspective. But uh, basically, uh, I'm a new councillor elected, and uh, 
uh, we have a new council now and a new chief and council, and uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back at the table uh, with the chief and council, Chief Brendan Mitchell, and our town council to discuss the merits and to get behind this project. So it sounds like then that your town council uh, is not, uh, they haven't exactly taken a position. They're open to, op open to hearing more about it. That's correct, yeah. Actually, uh, I, as an individual counselor, my position is uh, in 100% support, and we do have several of our council members that are actually Halapu members. And uh, so my thoughts are once the presentation comes forward to the town council in Stephenville by the Halapu First Nations Band, uh, once the details of why urban reserves are so important I have no doubt that the Steve Moak Town Council would embrace it and support it. Now, the experts on urban reserves say that the location of the urban reserve is crucial for whether it will be economically successful. So isn't that an argument for Cornerbrook? Cornerbrook is the administrative commercial center for the west coast of Newfoundland. That's where the economic action is. So it doesn't make sense that the urban reserve go there rather than a Stephenville. Uh, not really. I would, I would, I would debate that one. That it's probably not the right decision for Cornerbrook on several fronts. And if I could just take a moment, Glenn, just to elaborate, uh, Cornerbrook has got a population of about eighteen thousand people. Uh, Stephenville got a population of about eight thousand people. But our catchment area, like Cornerbrook South population, is the largest population. So Stephenville Cornerbrook population is the largest population in, in the southwest corner of Newfoundland, western Newfoundland. But a couple of key things is that Stephenville has uh, regional services just like Cornerbrook. Uh, we're the headquarters for the College of North Atlantic. We have major health care and educational facilities. Uh, but the two key things I think that's important that should position Stephen Bowl, and if council was looking at a decision matrix about why you would go there, is that Stephen has got some great core infrastructure. So what we have is we have three international ports in Stephenville, uh, the port of Stephenville itself, we have Turf Point, and we have Lower Cove, plus we have the Stephenville International Airport that's capable of landing. It's an ICAO, an International Civil Aviation Designated Airport, so the capacity to land the largest planes in the world in Stephenville. So because of that and our, and our topography of our soil structures are very important, we have a sandy loam structure. So to do any uh, construction, development, there's very low cost, there's core transportation infrastructure, and, and I come from a business background, MBA kind of background. I study economics and so forth. And when you have that core infrastructure, it's very, very important for a community to expand and more importantly for an urban reserve to have success because my vision is not just to have an urban reserve for uh, a service industry or a small retail to move into. My vision is an urban reserve would have that plus more and uh, with some maybe some green technology, small manufacturing, and, and the scope of more of an industrial side. But I suppose uh, 
in order for the urban reserve to be successful, a lot of things would have to happen in Stephenville first. That those those things you just described would have to be up and running before the urban reserve could uh, could sort of latch onto that and be um, be a, an ancillary thing to that. So, I guess uh, with putting the urban reserve in Stephenville right now, aren't you putting the cart before the horse? If those things haven't happened yet, well, uh, a couple of things in Stephenville is that. Uh, an area that we have, we, Stephenville or the town council in Stephenville has about a thousand acres of land available. And from what we've underhand, understood from, I guess, the uh, uh, dialogue with Chief Brendan Mitchell, they're looking at a site of about 20 or 30 acres. So it's not a really large piece of land. So we do have land availability. Now, here's what's very interesting is, you know, coming into a deal like this is a big cost for Halipu. INAC gets involved, and there's major costs with establishing an urban reserve. So in Stephenville, under the Municipal Act, we can actually transfer land uh, uh, with approval from the Minister of Municipal Affairs uh, to the Halipu for $1, and that's kind of – uh, meets criteria that comes under uh, the provincial government because we we have to follow the municipal act. So there's there's provisions there for that. But what's also interesting is the land that I'm questioning or citing is land that was actually owned by First Nations people here uh, before the American Air Base expropriated their lands. So. Fam- there, there was 25 original family names in Stephenville in 1939 when the U.S. Air Force Base came to Stephenville and expropriated thousands of acres of land. So this land that we're talking about transferring back to Halipu in a community that's a regional center with a lot of core infrastructure was actually land that was owned by First Nations people. And I suppose the the other thing about Stephenville is that it's in the the heart of uh, Basin George and in the heart of um, – of uh, Big Mama territory in in Western Newfoundland, so I suppose there might be a feeling among people in the Basin George area that, you know, there's a historic and cultural justification to have it in in Stephenville. Yeah, and, and you know that's interesting you mentioned that because an urban reserve, uh, why why is it important? Well, it's important on a couple of the fronts you just mentioned, the cultural, the values, and we're enriched in this area. We're we're the area that is most recognized as the footprint of Aboriginal people in in this region, uh, dating back, uh, you know, to the 16th century, 16th and 17th century. Aboriginal people uh, were in this area, setting down roots and so forth. But the economics is very important. And like for me, I'm a champion of this town, and I'm a champion of the urban reserve, because I believe that. The town has more to offer for the success of an urban reserve. I believe that it's more intrinsic, I guess, for the people that are here, the First Nation people, uh, to have that urban reserve. And and the other thing, too, is we have, a, of all regions of Newfoundland and Labrador, uh, we have one of the lowest per capita family incomes in all of the province. And that's probably because we are Mi'kmaq. You know, we, we never had an opportunity uh, for advancement in education, uh, and, and but that's changing. You know, we were assimilated. Now we're coming back out. It's almost like it's reverse assimilation that's happening in the Basin George area with a cultural revival and so forth. But you know, to sustain our people, we need economics and we need jobs. 
And uh, I think Cornerbrook right now has the the Halapu corporate offices, and there's a big piece of economy that Halapu already have in Cornerbrook. And I think for the chief and council, it's about uh, economic prosperity for all the wards and all of the Mi'kmaq communities. But uh, hard and fast, I truly believe if there was a, a critical decision matrix completed about where's the, the very best place to put an urban reserve, Stephenville would be the site. Now, Tom, I understand you're thinking about running for mayor later this year. Yes. For mayor of Stephenville. And I suppose you'll be talking about the Urban Reserve if, uh, as part of your platform. Of course, you'll be running as, uh, as a Halibu uh, member. More than 50% of the population is not, would not be members. And uh, what are the pros and cons of, of running uh, as, a, as a Halibu member on a platform that will uh, have you know, some First Nations component? Yeah, and you know what, uh, Glenn, in, in every election, there's always risks in the, the platform and the strategy that you move forward. But, you know, when I look at uh, uh, what are the priorities uh, and would be in my platform and what I'm what I'm going to profile, I guess, of who Tom Rose is to move Stephenville forward, uh, uh, an urban reserve is something that I would champion. I, I would champion that I'm a Halapu member. Uh, that'll benefit me, I believe. But, you know, it's there's more to that uh, there's oh, what are you going to do for the areas of recreation the environment uh the beautification uh the security of your town the cleanliness of the town so there are a lot of different uh, areas that you can put forward in a platform the urban reserve would be one and the biggest thing is about communicating to uh say local business that are non-aboriginal or, or people that are of non-Aboriginal, to give them the understanding why the urban reserve would actually support, help them and support them and enhance them. And, and what an urban reserve would do for Stephenville, it would grow the population, it would create jobs, it would put more disposable and discretionary money in pockets of the workers and their families. So technically speaking, the whole community and region will benefit and and more importantly, you know, this is a, a local level. You you take less dependency off of your provincial government because there's opportunities for education, advancement, and jobs for our First Nations people. Stephenville Town Councillor Tom Rose. And that's it for the show. Thanks to Allison Baker for assistance here in the studio. Thanks also to Halibu artist Marcus Goss for permission to use Celebration Time. Follow us on Twitter at Mi'kmaq Matters. That's M-I-Q-M-A-Q Matters. Check us out online, mi'kmaq-matters.blogspot.ca. Listen on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes. This is Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.